is this spiritual warfare spiritual warfare in its most simplest form is just the lies coming against and battling the truth lies against the truth and i want you to know one of the greatest assignments from the enemy is deception the enemy wants to deceive us but it does not start with deception it starts with a lie the lie is the seed deception is the fruit we're going to expose this assignment of deception i'm going to go through several verses today and again we don't become deceived deception happens when we believe the lie so how do i overcome the lies the truth and spiritual warfare is happening all throughout the believer's life it's a daily battle it's the lies and the agenda of the enemy it ha- it's happening in our school systems it's happening on social media tv television it's happening in the music industry in the entertainment industries it's happening everywhere and it's combating to know the difference between what is a lie and what is a truth and it is only through jesus christ we're able to overcome this uh these lies with the truth because he is the way the truth and the life and deception and lies have been taking place since the garden in genesis 3 with the cutting serpent the lies started in the garden and it's continually happening today and we're talking about thousands and thousands of years that the enemy's been doing this so the enemy's very you could say good at doing what he does best is continuing to bring lies and the world's already deceived because if you don't have the light of Christ, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't really know, uh, or and this is really it, without even trying to go super, super deep into Bible, everything has a relevancy of what is true and what's truth, okay? What is that to know, to measure what is actually truth and what is false? Because truth to some people that are deceived is their feelings. Truth is based on their experiences. Truth is based on what they've learned growing up. Truth has to feel good for us as believers truth comes from god and if it goes against god's commandments laws there's certain expectations and we need a relevancy of truth that we need to all go back to so i really want to dive deep on this concept because i just believe that there is good and bad but there's a moral code to know And define what is actually good and what is actually bad and what good comes from God. See, the world, again, they'll be like, well, this is kind of good. This is kind of bad. It's like, no. When we are with the Lord, we know what's truth, what's good, and we know what's evil, what's bad. But when the world doesn't have Christ, when the world doesn't know truth as what the, the Word of God shares, they will be deceived. And again, feelings becomes their God. And it's like feelings over facts for a lot of people. So this is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare in its most simplistic form is when the the lie and the truth is really trying to combat each other. And the only way to fight the lie is to know the truth and allow the truth to overcome the lie. I once heard if you can fill yourself up with God's truth, fill your mind up with God's truth, the enemy has no more room for his lies. Let's go into some verses I just want to expose the four levels of deception that Jesus warns us about in Matthew 24. So there's four times in Matthew 24 where Jesus says, do not be deceived. And there's levels to this. 
And I really want to expose this because deception is what the enemy is trying to do. This, if he can, again, deceive us, he can influence us to do things that are not of the Lord. This is the power of deception. And what's even worse is people that are deceived don't even know they're deceived. So it's a bunch of deceived people that are leading other deceived people that are deceiving people that are deceived themselves, deceiving more people. So it's just a ripple effect of deception. Matthew 24, I'm gonna read, there's four, four levels to this. Verse four, and Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. Okay, that's the first level. Take heed that no one deceives you. So he's warning us, do not be deceived. The second one is in the next verse in verse five. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. We're seeing that already. There are literally groups of people that believe that Jesus is already here and they're falling towards whatever teachings or doctrines or whoever that Jesus is that's already here on earth. That's the first, that's, or that's the second level of deception where I don't think a lot of us that are like save, save, like we're super born again. Okay. Like we're, we're actually uh, discerning and woke in the spirit. We know that Jesus hasn't come back yet, but there's people that actually believe that they are the Christ. That person is the Christ. Again, verse five, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. The third, the third level is in Matthew 24, 11. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Now, this is the third level. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And we see that. We see people operating in the prophetic, calling themselves prophets, wolves in sheep's clothing that are deceiving people. And we're seeing that running rampant across the body of Christ. Okay, it's happening. So it takes a level of discernment and a level of truth to understand, is this person really a man or woman of God? Is this prophecy or is this what they're speaking is this giving glory, revelation, honor to who Jesus Christ is? I mean, that's all prophecy leads to Jesus Christ. That's literally the simplest way to share about prophecy. Okay, prophecy is not just foreseeing the future, but operating in the prophetic, whether it's a word of wisdom, word of knowledge. If you haven't watched our episodes on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we talked about the word of wisdom and word of knowledge. So people are operating in the prophetic that are false and we don't really call them uh, prophets they're actually modern day fortune tellers they're just telling lies about the future and if you can believe the lie of the fortune teller you start to submit to satan's will you start to submit to the devil's will based on the lie that you believe that comes from a person that calls himself a man or woman of god but really they're just a fortune teller disguised as a christian they're a wolf in sheep's clothing that's the third level of deception the fourth level of deception is in matthew 24 24 for false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. This is great because it's showing not just false Christ and prophets, but also their false signs and wonders will deceive people. So because of the works that they get done that allows wonders and signs to be revealed, we're like, wow, since they did that, they must be a man or woman of God. And then it says, if possible. I like that word because it's, it's saying, if possible, even the elect. So even Brother RC here can get deceived. If I'm not in God's word, if I'm not having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and these are ways to overcome deception. I'll share this towards the end of this uh, episode. I may be deceived. After shooting this and sharing this with y'all, if I'm not deep in his word, if I'm not constantly pressing into God and constantly seeking his presence, I can be deceived if possible. 
even the elect. So it is possible, but that's only if, okay, if I turn my turn my way or turn my back away from the Lord and start seeking the cares and the riches and the de deception of this world, if possible. I know this is this is really deep, family. So for false Christ and false prophets will rise up. They're not just going to rise up and then just, it's not just going to be lip service and show great signs and wonders to deceive. So their signs and wonders will deceive many. This is the fourth level of deception. This is why we have to be deep with the Lord and get renewed in the mind and ask the Lord to continue to increase our discernment, to unveil our spiritual ears and eyes. And a lot of even just this podcast and the mantle that Simply Uncaged has as a ministry is to help renew the mind. If you guys haven't watched our first couple episodes on renewing the mind, that's really what it's about because if we can see it from God's perspective, it just becomes a blessing. And we thank God for allowing us to see in Jesus' name. So these are the four levels of deception that the enemy is using according to what even Jesus warned us in Matthew 24 when he talks about the last days and the end times and sharing what's going to be going on. But he talks about these four ways of deception in Matthew 24. Powerful family. Now, I want to talk and talk a little bit about the the coming. Like, for example, deception is going to increase. And that's already, it, it's going to happen, okay? It's it's part of prophecy. It's part of what the word of God uh, and the Lord has warned us about. So it's really up to us to stay aligned with the Lord. If possible, even the elect may be deceived. So let me just share with you all. This is in First uh, Thessalonians. So let's go to... Uh, Thessalonians, and I'll make sure that everything's down in the in the show notes. And let me just read this. It says, Now, brethren, verse one, now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him at we ask you not to be shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will come unless the falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and people will believe he is, okay? But this must take place. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will come unless the falling way comes first. So the day as the Antichrist is being risen up and What's interesting is the great falling away. This is like the great apostasy, right? It has to happen, meaning the elect, people that are in Christ may fall away from the faith. And this is part of it. And it's sad, but it's it's going to take place. And I'll, let's, let's keep reading. I'm just going to skip over to verse 9. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. So just because it's a great sign or wonder, it it's a lying wonder. Again, the lie is the seed, deception becomes a fruit, okay? And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they may be saved. Again, when people don't love truth, and this is where the enemies, the, the lies of the enemy comes because if they don't love truth, you will be deceived, okay? And for this reason, verse 11, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Why does God send that, that strong delusion? And the and delusion in Greek, all it means is it's a wandering 
It's, it's a spirit of error that leads to deceit. It's error in the mind that leads to deceit. So that, that strong delusion is actually a spirit of delusion. So it's a wandering delusion that starts with error, that operates in error in that moment. And you're in error because again, you're, you don't have truth. You're not walking in truth, which is real wisdom. That error leads to what? Deception. That error leads to deception. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Wow. Wow, Lord. We, I, I just thank you, Father, for just allowing me to continue to love the truth and to love you and to love your word and to love your promises and to trust you no matter what the circumstance is. That Why does God send the spirit of delusion or that strong delusion? God sends it because of the wrath. And people don't believe God's wrath is here. You will face the wrath of God as a uh, harvest because of what you sow into. Because you don't love truth, delusion comes. It's just how it is. And I'm sorry to say, but this is really the Bible. It's the word of God. That's why we have to be lovers of God, lovers of Jesus. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Second Corinthians 11.4, let me read this. For he who comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well be put up with it. This is such an interesting uh, piece as I continue to meditate on this, because even though they name Jesus, they, they might be preaching or teaching a different Jesus. It is a counterfeit Jesus. It is a false Jesus. And then it says, or if you have received a different spirit. So they're not just teaching you about a different Jesus, you are receiving a different spirit. This is why you have to be mindful of who's speaking into you and who's teaching you and who's pouring into you and who's covering you and who's, I'm telling y'all, this is again, a different Jesus. It's really, really sad family. That's 2 Corinthians eleven four. So again, deception comes and it's a spirit that transfers. It's not just a different teaching, a different gospel, a different Jesus. It's a different spirit that is not holy. It is not the Holy Spirit. Oof discern this. This is why we need to know the word of God. First Timothy four, verse one and two. Now the spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So it is a deceiving spirit. It's deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So doctrines of demons is uh, contaminated by and released by deceiving spirits, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared, with a hot iron. In the last days, this will happen. Many will depart from the faith. Some will depart from the faith. So this is really just scripture interpreting scripture that the great falling away, the great apostasy will take place, but many will fall away from the faith because of what? Seducing spirits is another version, but deceiving spirits simultaneously and doctrines of demons. Oh Lord, help us all. Help us all. The enemy's tactic for us and the believers is deception. The world's already deceived. So if the enemy can try to deceive us, he's gonna allow us to take uh, take action and to do things that are not of God. And we don't just become deceived with what the enemy's putting right in front of us because of the, the riches, the cares of this world, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. We start to walk as deceived people. It's delusional, remember? Delusional is wandering a mind of error that leads to deception. Wow. These doctrines of demons giving heed, people falling away from the faith. Again, these are believers. People will be like, well, they were never believers in the first place. They were part of the faith. 
And because these seducing, deceiving spirits that have doctrines of demons have infiltrated the church, people will fall away from that. And again, lies speak, that's, this is what they do, speak lies in hypocrisy. Oof, we need to know his word like never before. It's just, just because they're a pastor or they say pastor doesn't mean that they're a true shepherd of the Lord. Y'all get that? Revelation 12, 9. Again, exposing the enemy's tactics. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. That's Revelations 12, 9. So again, the enemy's strategy is to deceive the whole world. The world's already deceived. Why? They might be, they might have good heart or good intentions, but really they don't have a good heart. Okay. They might want, well, the heart's desperately wicked, right? That's why I said they don't just, they don't have a good heart. And that's exactly why we need to overcome the lie with the truth. Is this spiritual warfare? This is spiritual warfare. This is spiritual warfare. And again, we could talk a lot about overcoming it. The armor of God, prayer. It talks about everything. The belt of truth, okay, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the 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 shoes the sh- with the gospel of peace. So we can break that all down because that's all needed. Ephesians 6, the armor of God. I'm going to keep it simple, but I wanted to expose this and give y'all verses. I'll make sure that everything's linked in the show notes so you guys can go back and meditate on it. But I really want to make sure that we're constantly in the word of God every single day even if it's not you studying a whole chapter or a whole parable or really super getting in deep even if it's just one word that will carry you one verse one scripture that can rema in your heart you just pray you ask the holy spirit to lead you and guide you and allow his word to be right here the bible tells us to write god to write his word on the tablets of our heart three keys on overcoming the enemy's lies that lead to deception because this is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is every day. It is spiritual. The warfare is in the spirit. The battlefield is usually right here in the mind. The biggest prison in this world is not the physical prison. It's the mind. We got to be renewed in the mind. Welcome to being simply uncaged family. Three ways on how to make sure you overcome deception and the lies the enemy is uh, really shooting to attack us and sending those arrows to attack us, to confuse us, to, to kill, to steal, to destroy, out here like a roaring lion waiting to devour its prey, waiting for us to be weak, waiting for us to be too hungry, too angry, too lonely, too tired. These are all strategies and assignments from the enemy. Three ways to overcome it. Number one, study and understand God's word. Okay? We can't just read God's word anymore. We must study to show thyself approved unto God. It doesn't say study to show yourself approved onto your pastor. Study to show yourself approved onto man. Study to show yourself approved onto God. There's a difference between reading God's word and studying God's word. When you study God's word, you start to absorb the information. Where I'm not just studying his word, his word starts to study me. I'm not just reading his word, his word reads me back. I get convicted by the Holy Spirit. Understanding is illumination. Understanding is absorbing the truth of what I'm actually reading and receiving it and believing it and walking with it. Study and understand God's word, not just hearers, but being able to understand allows you to launch to be a doer. 
And all that wisdom is, if you look up the word wisdom, wisdom is applied information. Wisdom is, is the applied knowledge. I have to get the knowledge. Knowledge is just information. Understanding is, is uh, knowledge is information. Understanding is illumination. And that's where, again, when I, when the, the light of Christ illuminates in my mind, I start to be like, wow, light bulb. I get it. The illumination that lights up the dark things in my mind. And then wisdom is transformation or wisdom is also another one is demonstration. Somebody that's really operating in wisdom and that is wise, they don't need to tell you they're wise. You'll know them by their fruit because wisdom is applied knowledge, okay? Study and understand God's word. That's number one. Number two, you must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, okay? This is really key because we need to heed to the voice of God. We gotta be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We gotta be sensitive to his spirit and we have to be witnesses of Jesus Christ, but it is the he that is within me that is greater than he who is within this world. We need the Holy Spirit, especially during this time, because that is the spirit that, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, same spirit inside of us. We need the Holy Spirit to heighten our spiritual senses to discern the difference between good and evil. Relationship with the Holy Spirit, okay? Can't put them in a box, but we have to be able to be in relationship. God is not transactional, meaning God, if I do this for you, you did for me. It's not transactional. It's relational. It's God, thank you for what you did on the cross for me. So what can I do to serve you? How can I be the vessel? How can I be an instrument, not just someone that's trying to become an influencer? Instruments need something to breathe into it to work. I pray that the breath of God, which is the Ruah, I pray the spirit of God breathe into us and we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit so we can align with God. Amen. Number two, relationship with the Holy Spirit. And the last thing, number three, very simple, live in Jesus' name. Live in Jesus' name. Live a life that is fully surrendered to the will of God. And in order for me to know God's will, it's always going to be found in God's word. And God has over 7,000 promises for his children. And this is what I got to do. I got to just live in Christ. It is no longer I that live, but it is Jesus Christ that lives inside of me because I'm crucified with Christ. Live in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, family. I pray that as we're going into this season and especially this month, we're going to be really exposing a lot of different spirits, tactics, strategies, but just know the deception is real and it's going to continue to increase all throughout. This type of content that I'm sharing, it's it's evergreen. Why? When I say evergreen, meaning it's God's word and his word abides forever. His word never changes. It's truth and it'll never change. That's why we go back, we study it. We write these on the tablets of our heart and we allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us because we're aligned with both his word, his spirit, and we're willing to yield to the warning signs and the red flags when, because that's what the Holy Spirit does. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And you just, and you, and you test things that you see out there against scripture. And you just know, because anyone can lie to you, but you ask them, where do you get that from? What, you know, how did you even come up with that? How, how did that revelation and spirit, no spirit, make sure they're not preaching the second Corinthians 11 a different Jesus, which is a different gospel, which is a different spirit. Amen. If y'all enjoyed and you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for all the comments, subscribing, tapping that. Uh, I'm rocking the, the God first shirt. I'll make sure I link this below. If you guys are any on any of the podcast platforms, thank you so much. We appreciate all the ratings. And I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened and that you understand that number one strategy, that assignment 
from the enemy, which is to deceive us. The world's deceived. He wants to deceive us as believers. And the only way to overcome that is to not believe the lie. And we have to use the truth to overcome the lies from the enemy. Be blessed, family. I'll see you on the next episode. In Jesus' mighty name, bye-bye.